family it is i it is me brother dsp your friendly neighborhood media personality and you're now tapped into the very first episode of brother dsp speaks season two this one we're speaking on uh corporate bigotry man um i'm not gonna get too much into the topic right now i just want to intro the show um like i said this is season two this one this season right here is gonna be a, a, a little more political than the first one and there's a reason for that. Um, this was a crazy year. Um, and there were certain things that I seen throughout the year that I felt I needed to talk about. And it led to a really political season. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. We going, we going real political on this one. So um, I hope y'all enjoy this season. This season, I'm going to be promoting a lot more than I did season one, but season one will also find its way being promoted within this season as well. So I hope y'all really enjoy this one, man. Um, quick breakdown of the show. This is the introduction. Um, I get into my ad after this, and then I get right into the topic at hand. Like I said, the topic is corporate bigotry on this episode. And then um, after that, we get into another ad. And then after that ad, I close out the show and um, discuss what I'm talking about on the next episode of Brother DSP Speaks, man. I'm, I'm truly, truly honored that y'all came in and listened to this because I've mentioned on YouTube, not YouTube, I'm sorry. I've mentioned on Instagram how um, political this season is. And if y'all tapped in like y'all tapped in last season, I truly appreciate it. So, man, I'm not going to even talk much. It's not much to discuss. Let's let's get right into it, man. Let's get into this ad and then... um. We'll get right into the episode. Thank you for tapping in. I'll be right back. McChrissy's, a Rockland County independent food service company, popularly known for their variety of Rasta pasta. They offer several options for your liking, whether it's chicken, shrimp, beef, or veggies. They've got you covered. They also take special orders such as red snapper or salmon dinners. Options tend to change up. You may have the opportunity to try their macaroni or their wings. Give them a follow on IG at McChrissy's. That's at M-I-C-K-C-H-R-I-S-S-I-S. And tell them the Blast Podcast sent you. Welcome back, family. Um, as you know, this episode is about uh, 
corporate America, not even corporate America, that's the next episode. This episode is about the bigotry that's um, within corporate America. Um, People will probably be thinking like, oh, you should be more specific, not of all of corporate America um, suffers from bigotry. And what I would say to that is bullshit. Every, because I've been working in corporate America since I was, what, 18, 19? I took a break from it for like four or five years. You know what I'm saying? I was doing things that I'm not proud to talk about. But hey, I was I was I was tired of the corporate America thing, man. Like I, I needed a break from it. Um I started doing other things, whatever. We're not here to talk about that. But my experience with corporate America spans over twenty years. I'll say that. And everywhere I've been, I've seen it towards somebody else, or I've dealt with it personally which I'm going to discuss later on in this episode. Um, But for someone to say not all of corporate America is bigoted or biased or even racist, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I've I've seen sexism towards black women. I've seen racism towards black men. I've seen um, bigotry towards gay people. It, it's it's real in corporate America. And the thing is, like, there's no guidelines, there's no structure, there's no principles, standards. It's all it's it's always, well, it's my way or the highway. And that's everywhere I went. Everywhere I worked at. Their way or the highway. Rightfully so. It's their company, allegedly. I say that because if you notice, it's very rare where you see corporate America. um, When the company dissolves, no one is the sole owner of it. It just dissolves and goes away. That's the funny thing about corporate. But um, like Dame Dash said, corporate is a facade. It's a facade. It's a big illusion. No one really owns anything. It's just a big ass circle jerk for lack of better words. You know what I'm saying? So that's just, I'm just trying to explain what the corporate bigotry is. Like, it's not just a race thing. You know what I mean? Race is very involved. I've seen them uh, not only pick on homosexuals, but also like got to the point where the homosexual was very uncomfortable to come to work. You know what I mean? And that wasn't because of a co-worker was uncomfortable with the homosexual because everybody was cool with dude. Mad chill. Mad funny. You know what I mean? It was a supervisor that didn't like, um, I guess, his lifestyle choice. You know what I mean? And that supervisor, white man, um, the homosexual was a Hispanic brother. Um, and... Um, I don't know what it was. I don't know. Maybe the white dude was a sadist and wanted to push the guy's shit in. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to understand. Trying to understand certain people in this world that we live in, it's very difficult. I don't care how many degrees in psychology you have, how many degrees in psychiatry you have. 
there's sometimes you cannot understand what people are thinking and how they think that way. You know what I mean? So that's why I can't really sit here and pass judgment on the, um, do not even pass judgment, say what he is. I don't know. He might be a sadist. Maybe he wanted to push homeboy shit in and the homosexual probably didn't find him attractive and was like, yo, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I guess he might, I don't know. This is me speculating. And one thing I know I've seen for sure, I seen the white dude fucking with him. Like when I say fucking with him, I mean like nitpicking at every little thing he did. Um, what else is there? Uh, just being an asshole, like little mistakes that don't need to be like shouted out throughout the office trying to embarrass them. That's what was done. You know what I mean? And that was corny. You know what I mean? Because they, I, I, in my humble opinion, I think they knew the, 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 the homosexual's temperament. He was kind of sensitive. Rightfully so. Whatever. I mean, I would have been upset if they did that to me, but I would have said something. He didn't say anything. He held it in. I would have said something. I was like, yeah, I don't appreciate you doing that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I jumped from different corporate offices because they didn't they didn't like I mean, I'm a six foot one and a half dark skinned brother. You know what I'm saying? Well built. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm already intimidating to corporate America. You know what I'm saying? I'm already intimidating to corporate America, but they can't deny my credentials. They can't deny my experience. That's why I get in no matter where I go. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's not me bragging, but we'll, we'll get back to that later on. But I've seen it, and I'm like, yo, that's nasty. Why is he messing with him like that? You know what I mean? But the only thing I could chalk that up to is bigotry. So that, that's an example of what I've seen. Um, I've seen it with black women. I've, I've seen them um, not only against, not only by white men, but also by uh, white women or um, women that aren't of their collective. I've seen them always being portrayed as the angry black woman. And she wasn't angry. She was just holding people accountable and she didn't take shit. That doesn't make you angry. That makes you know exactly who you are and what you're not going to tolerate. You have your boundaries and you're going to let everybody know about them. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't rude. She didn't call anyone out their name. But man, oh man, they tried to accuse her of stealing petty cash. They, they, um, they would speak to her in a very condescending tone. Um, I don't know. It, it's, these are things that I've witnessed personally what i've witnessed i have my own experience as well um uh, you know what yeah i wasn't going to say the name of the company but let's do it we're going to say the name of the company i'm trying to think is this statue of limit no 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 i don't think it is statutes of limitations by now because i think i was there like five years ago i think it's like eight to ten for statutes of limitations but i'm not really ratting on myself i'm talking shit about them i'm holding them accountable for the bullshit granted i don't think some of the people that were there when this went down um is still there but the uh, name of the company is john mini distinctive landscapes you know what i mean i have a few people that can corroborate my story they can see um the fuckery that went down, and once they seen it, they they got the fuck up out of there too. So um, the name of the company is John Minnie, right? I believe the owner of the company now is Mark Minnie. Um, his dad passed away, who was by the name of John Minnie. Just want to show y'all that. Yeah, I was in the company. I know what happened. I was 
so real with that company. I don't know about now. Maybe they're more inclusive than they were before. Um, it was predominantly Caucasian. As much as I hate using that word, it was predominantly white folks in the office. The Hispanics and blacks were working, installing the plants, getting paid like $10 an hour. Meanwhile, the ones in the office are getting paid 16, 17, and all they're doing is just setting shit up. You know what I mean? Um, maybe even $20, and some are on salary. And um, the guys that are out there busting their ass in all types of weather, um, they get paid bullshit. Um, I think there's probably like one head foreman that is black, but he's, uh, I believe he goes, he doesn't, I don't know if he, because I know there's a lot of confusion on the island. I don't know if he identifies as a black man or if he just identifies through his nationality. Most people like to do that so they don't have to deal with race. That's their business. Trust me, I'll get into that in a later installment of um, Brother DSP Speaks. But um, while I was at that company, there was a, I guess he, you can call him a manager. Um, what was his name? Eric. Eric, Eric, I believe his last name was Anderson. Eric Anderson, racist piece of shit. Bigoted piece of shit. Suffering from probably the craziest inferiority complex, and, and he uses the superiority complex complex to mask it. You know how I know he, he suffers from the inferiority complex? Because the minute I walked in that fucking building, he was super uneasy. And he's not a little guy. Super uneasy. It's almost like I took away his status when I walked in there because... Six foot one and a half black man around about around all these white women. You know, these white women are going to go crazy. And they probably thought that I was one of those um, rabbit hunters. No, I don't hunt rabbits. OK. I love my queens. You understand? That's not my thing. Now, back to the topic. This asshole was definitely like on some. Nah, man, I can't I can't have him here for too long. I can't have him here for too long. So because the person that hired me. What was her name? Her name was Lee. I can't remember her last name. Her name was Lee. Um, she hired me. And I didn't know when I got hired that I was being brought into a whole bunch of static. And I mean static. Um, the girl that hired me um, used to mess with that Eric dude. Right? And then some other girl came through. Of course, a younger girl, whatever. I forgot her name. Um, I can't remember her name right now. She was trash, though. She was super trash. She thought she was fly, but she was trash. Her sister was cute, but she was trash. Um, she looked like a fucking a lineman, and she thought she was fly. She looked like a lineman in a skirt, and she thought she was fly, but fuck that. Fuck that bitch. Um, they hired her. Eric started messing with the younger girl. That pissed Lee off, right? So Lee and that younger girl had static because the younger girl knew that Eric was married. So did Lee, but you know that's that's neither here nor there. That's that's white folks um, soap opera shit. You know what I mean? So like when I got hired, the girl that messes with was messing with Eric. The younger girl used to work with Lee, so Eric decided to 
I guess, quote unquote, make that girl um, his assistant, whatever type of way. It was just a way for him to keep her close and they could be in each other's face all day on some weirdo shit. Um, And Lee had to hire somebody, right? And um, the person that they hired was me. You know what I mean? I was temping whatever, and I wanted something permanent because the spot I was temping at didn't want to hire a brother because they were fucking bigots too. Super bigots. They had an Indian kid working there for like a whole year and never hired him. He left before I did. And then I came through, and I noticed they weren't trying to hire me after six months. And I was like, oh, nah, these niggas is playing. Fuck these crackers, right? So... I I, I look for the job, whatever, you know, Indeed.com and all that other good shit. And I get hit up by um, John Mini Distinctive Landscapes. I was like, oh, shit, that's a shit right here on, um, what's that, 303? No, that's not 303. 304. I don't even remember what road that is. That's crazy. But um, it's, um, I got hit up, so I went. Body the interview, of course. Lee Lee loved me. She knew from the minute I walked in she wanted to hire me. Now, this is where it gets tricky. Did she want to hire me because she knew that it would increase the static? Because she knew that, hey, maybe if I bring another black person in here or a black man, because there were no other black men there. The only other black person that was there was um, the beautiful sister, the beautiful elder queen. Oh, I'm mad I don't remember her name right now. Beautiful, beautiful queen. She lives in Westchester. She does accounting. Um, She's very religious. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Oh, I'm, I'm so upset I don't remember her name. And every time she sees me, she waves. Every time she sees me, she waves. She probably remembers my name too. I feel like trash not remembering her name right now. Dang. All right. But... She was the only black person there. Oh, and there was another girl that was there too. Another uh, another sister, but she left because she said there was no way of advancement in here. I didn't know that. They told me there was. Um, they told me there you could advance in there, which was bullshit. There was no way for you to advance in there. Super, super bullshit. Um, now, what I was saying is, did she hire me because she knew that would add to the static? I don't know. Because... Check this out. After she trained me for two weeks, she quit. She left. I was like, whoa, I just started. You know what I mean? Thank goodness I'm the um, one quick learner and two very diligent at doing my job. Um, I picked it up quick. One, two, three. It was almost like she never left. You know what I mean? Many of the people that worked there that I worked with closely said that to me. She was, they were like, yo, it's like she never left. It's just you're, you're Dell and she's Lee, you know? So I was like, okay, cool. Um, we got it done, got it taken care of. And um, I started noticing the static from Eric. Because I noticed every time he would come talk to me, it would be on some, like, sneaky shit. You know what I mean? Um, I forgot one time. There was something that he said to me um, that was very weird. I think he was trying to get the responsibilities that I was given given to the, um, the girl he was fucking. 
I just can't remember her name. That linebacker in the skirt. That one. And um, I was like, nah, I'm good. I can take care of it. And I guess he didn't like the fact that I was so vocal and I was not intimidated by him. And that rubbed him the wrong way. And since then, he was on, he was hell bent on getting me out of there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to the point where in a meeting, he thought he was going to scream at me and I stared him the fuck down. Like, who are you talking to like that? He knew not to do that again. He never did it again. Um, and then there was a point where I forgot what happened. So I think a, a mistake was made or somebody wasn't uh, specific enough on what they wanted. So the young girl who was already feeling some type of way because I didn't fuck with her at all like that because I knew um, every fucked up thing she did. Um, she was already not feeling me. And I'm sure her and her um, fuck buddy were talking shit. You know how pillow talk goes. You know what I mean? And um, she she got out of pocket. She basically tried to scream on me. And I'm like, yo, who are you talking to like that? I don't talk to you like that. You're not my boss. I don't care who you fucking. I didn't say that part. That I said that in my head. I was like, you're not my boss. So why are you talking to me like that? And then here comes old boy, uh, what's his face? Eric. Why, why are you being so difficult? I'm looking at him like, what'd you say? He's like, why are you being difficult? I said, I'm not. And completely ignored him after that. Oh, was he livid. He was so pissed. Um, and I told Shorty, don't ever talk to me like that again. Because I don't talk to you like that. You know what I'm saying? So she felt away. And this is when the owner, Mark Minnie. Showed his ass. And I hope this shit goes viral because I will be sharing this clip. This is when Mark Minnie showed his ass. Instead of being objective, he showed me that he cared more about what was going on with them than finding out the whole story. And that's where he fucked up with me. So after that, he, him, pretty much all the supervisors there that were white males... Could all suck my dick. Even my manager. I think his name was Rich. Fucking bitch ass motherfucker. He was such a bitch ass motherfucker. Like if I see him now, I probably would assault him. It's not even a threat. I probably would assault him verbally or physically. But definitely verbally. Physically I probably won't because he's like 60 or some shit. And I'd fucking break his face. Like, I don't want to do that to people unless I really, really want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt him. I just want to fucking tell him off because he's a piece of shit. He's seen everything that motherfucker was doing and he turned a blind eye, right? So fuck Rich, fuck Mark Minnie, fuck Eric Anderson. Um, I don't remember Rich's last name. And um, he got their side of the story, right? So... I just completely cut everybody off, but I'm continuing my work. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. Knowing that, yo, they're going to let me go soon because these, these dudes is plotting now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm falling back, doing my work. Rich is trying to invite me to lunch and buy me lunch. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Thanks. Nah, I'm good. So he knew right then and there, like, damn, he's not fucking with me either. No, bitch. Because... You seen this fucker doing, seen what he was doing, and you wanted to turn a blind eye. 
Fuck you. Right? So weeks go by, months go by. Um I get, no, I'm sorry, weeks go by. I get a write-up. A write-up for um not paying attention at a meeting or some shit like that. And I'm just sitting there. I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll sign it. Because I knew what it was about. I was like, yeah, I'll sign it. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, shit. He's not going to give us a fight about it. I was like, nah, because I know you're going to try and use this. So, yeah, go ahead. Here you go. And um, after signing that, um, probably a month or two later, Rich calls me in and says, yo, we're going to have to let you go. Um, we're downsizing. I was like, downsizing? This company doesn't even have 50 fucking people in this office. You're downsizing? Right? And shout out to my homegirl, Jackie. Um, she, she was working there at the time, and she seen the whole shit go down. You know what I mean? She seen the whole shit go down. And it's funny because at the same time the whole shit was going down, I was putting her, putting her on the game. You know what I mean? I was putting her on the consciousness what was really going on, and she was peeping shit, you know what I mean, so she can peep, the, she can corroborate everything I'm talking about, um, she didn't see everything, but she seen how funny they were acting, she would even ask me, yo, why is he so, Eric, why is he so aggressive towards you, I was like, I don't know, <laughs> that's exactly what I told her, I was like, I don't know, he's like, yeah, I peeped at it. he's acting, he's wild aggressive towards you, I was like, I don't know, you gotta ask him that. You know what I mean? Maybe he's trying to uh, scare me, intimidate me. I was like, that ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? Because I was fully aware who I was. Full, 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 full consciousness fl flowing. So uh, I, get to, I, get to, I get the call and I'm like, he's like, they're downsizing. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Because I, I knew what time it was. I was just waiting for it. You know what I mean? I knew what time it was. You know what's crazy? They 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 had the assistant um, HR come through, the um, human resource girl come through, not the one that hired me. They had the assistant come through because I think the one that hired me knew it was some fucked up shit. That's why she'd be trying to fucking smile at me when she sees me now. No, bitch. Keep it pushing. Fucking sorry sack of shit. But, um, <laughs> like, I, I can't stand bigotry. Like, if you can't tell, I can't stand that shit. So they called me in. They was like, oh, we're going to let you go. I leave. It was like 12 in the middle of the day. I hit up Jackie and be like, yo, they just let me go. She was like, wait, what? She was like, yeah, they let me go. So everything that I'm doing, it's going to be on you now. And she was like, wait, why'd they let you go? <laughs> because they were downsizing. And she was like, bullshit. That's bullshit. Like, she was tight. I think she was madder than I was. You know what I mean? I think she was madder than I was because she peeped everything. And she's one of the types that hates injustice. So, um, after all that is done, right? After I get fired, of course I find another job because like I told y'all, I have credentials. You know what I mean? This place isn't that great either this is why i need to have my own you know what i mean have my own build my own and then i could pass it on to the next generation of my family you know what i'm saying so they don't have to work 
for no corporate bigots or anything like that. They have our own legacy and they can add their legacy to the legacy that I helped build. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I started hearing things about John Minnie. I'm hearing that uh, certain people are being accused of racism and that Eric isn't doing anything about it. And I and my, my as a matter of fact, one thing I forgot to mention when I was talking about my situation, it was that I had brought that up. I was like, "Yo, what's all that aggression about?" And he's like, "I ho- I hate to think that he's racist." That's exactly what I said. I said I was like, "Is this driven by race or something?" You know what I mean? Because I brought it up because I'm the only black man in there. At the time, it was just me. And the, the uh, elder queen at the time. And I'm like, yo, I hope this isn't race driven. And they were like, no, no, no. I mean, they were quick to try and um, say no. I was like, all right. I don't know. And they were like, we'll, we'll ask him. We'll ask him. I was like, no, nah, you just want to tell him what I said. But yeah, go ahead. Ask him. He's, and, I, and, and I said it like this. It's not like he would admit to it anyway. Oh, my God. You had to see their eyes. It's almost like the eyes went inside out. Um, it, it was just crazy. And I was like, whoa, what was that? Because I fucked their head up. Who's going to admit that they're racist? Tell me. Who's going to admit that they're... You have racist people on camera saying the most bigoted racist shit ever. And they'll sit there and tell you, but I'm not racist. <laughs> So why would someone that's a fucking racist admit that they're racist? So I find this out. Like, of course, because I'm still in contact with homegirl that I brought up earlier, Jackie, right? She's giving me the rundown, letting me know what's happening. Then she gets out of there, which I was so happy for. I was so happy she got the fuck up out of there because they didn't deserve her work ethic. And they did her dirty. Like, the workload that they tried to give her after I left was crazy. My thing was, if they were really trying to downsize, they probably would have let her go because she didn't know much. But they felt like, yo, we can get rid of him and we don't have to deal with the intimidation and the fact that he's not fucking with any of us anymore. I was like, all right. She got up out of there. Ooh, from what I understood, that faggot bitch motherfucker rich was hurt because he knew he made a mistake from what i understand this is just me speculating like i said prior i can't guess what someone else is thinking right so uh eric's eric also didn't do anything about the bigoted foreman i told y'all about and then of course while eric is fucking that uh linebacker in a skirt the linebacker in the skirt is stealing money from the company. Damn, I wish I remembered her name. Damn, I wish her. She, her fat ass is lucky I don't remember her name, man. She was a piece of shit. Straight like that. Like the epitome of shit. I can't remember her name right now. Um, but she was stealing money from the company, saying she was doing the hours that she really wasn't. 
Um, so she got let go, and due to Eric's filthy, um, filthy uh, track record, he got let go. Um, I don't know if they're in contact now. I don't really care about them. The reason why I was able to find out all that information was the woman that hired me, Lee. She stayed in contact with me. She stayed um, in contact. I, I lost contact with her. I don't even know her number now. But she let me know all that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, wow, karma is a bitch. You know what I mean? Um, the person that I'm dying to see from there is Rich. I seen Mark many several times. He tried to smile at me, and I looked at him like, fuck you, B. And now he drives by like he doesn't even see me there. I was like, yeah, you see my big black ass here, bitch? <laughs> you fucking bitch. I don't care if you own a fucking company. You a fucking bitch. I want to say some cruel things about your family, but I'm not going to. I never met them. That's why I should say it, right? Because <laughs> he just had a newborn baby, and I don't want to... I don't want to um, well, he didn't just have it. The baby's probably like three, four years old right now. Um, so I don't want to like, I don't know if the baby's suffering from something. So that's why I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Um, but he could fucking choke on a fucking steak bone. You know what I mean? He's a fucking bigot. He's biased. He can eat a dick. So that that's how I feel about that. Um, no, I'm not hurt. It was a learning experience, yo. I think from that experience and also gaining knowledge of self and, and um, being righteous, being righteous with myself, you know, it it taught me a lot. And then being being within the righteousness and consciousness and also developing this entrepreneurial mind that I got. I think what it did, it 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 it, it flipped the switch. It flipped the switch um, in my mind state to where I'm like, you know what? It's time. It's time to do something. And that something is the podcast. You know what I mean? You've seen how long I've been rocking with the podcast. This is my second season of um, Brother DSP speaks. So y'all seen? You see the grind? Y'all see the grind? So, um, it taught me a lot. And now I'm just more or less like, I don't knock people who have jobs. You know, if you feel that that's what you need to do, do it. If you need that to survive, do it. Cause I fully understand that it's something that my parents instilled in me. You know what I mean? They didn't want me on the street. They didn't want me selling, excuse me. Although I did a little dibble and dabbling. You know, I might I might talk about that in one of these though, Brother DSP speech, because I wanna touch on it. Um but like I didn't make a career out of it. But also I feel that what they taught me was also it was a gift and a curse. Let's just say that. But that's a that's another conversation. But it taught me a lot, man. It taught me a lot about corporate America. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ways to... If I if I can give tips to anybody that's in corporate America and feel that they have a home in corporate America, my thing, my... Uh, a tip that I can give y'all 
to avoid this bigotry. Well, I mean, you can't you can't truly avoid it. The only thing you could really do is um. Well, you can avoid it. It won't it won't be in your face. It won't be it won't be in your face. Um, one thing I I would a tip is just know who you are, man. Know who you are. Know you're not any of those um, those stereotypes. Know that you're not any of their preconceived notions of who you are. That's if you feel that you have to stay in corporate America because you see you have a future in it. That's the only tip I can give you. Because me trying to sit here and give you a tip about trying to avoid bigotry, <laughs> I'm selling you a fucking dream. And I don't want to do that. I want to keep it all the way 1,000 with my listeners. I can't teach you how to avoid bigotry. I can't teach you how to avoid hate. I can't teach you how to avoid racism. You know what I mean? I can, I can give you a tip on how to not be so quick to react to it. You know what I mean? Know who you are. Know you're not what they say you are. You know what I mean? Because you're going to you're going to get in corporate America, you're going to get little jabs, little jokes that they no little 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 uh, microaggressions that they they push off as jokes, but it's very bigoted. Don't laugh with them, because if you laugh with them, they think that they can pull that stunt all the fucking time. Don't laugh with them. Stand on your square. Look them dead in the eye. And I guarantee you they're not going to make that shit again. They're not going to make that shitty ass joke again. Understand? It's real. So that's my tip for, for, for how to avoid it. Um, know who you are. Know exactly how you are. Um, I hope I didn't freaking bore y'all with this. Um, but I had to talk about corporate bigotry because the next episode... I'm talking about um, uh, catering to conservative corporate America. And pretty much what I'm talking about is sort of conservative corporate America, but understand there are liberals who are very bigoted as well. This is why I don't buy into the uh, left-wing, right-wing nonsense. Y'all all from the same bird. You understand? A very bigoted bird like people forget the history of this country the country the the people that came here stole the country from the people the indigenous people that were here and then um either killed them off gave them disease threw them in reservations then their own women had to fight for their own rights like that's not wild to you <laughs> And let's not talk about our experience. You know what I'm saying? Let's not talk about the terrorism that we went through, that we're still suffering psychological issues from. You know what I'm saying? So it's perfect for the next episode because I'm giving you pretty much a, um, uh, what's the word? I guess I'm giving you context of why certain companies cater 
to conservative corporate America because corporate, I mean, conservative corporate America are the people that spend money too. You hear me like to talk about group economics and, and how much money um, the black collective spends in, in one year, but conservative corporate America spends money because they invest. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that our, that our collective does not invest. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is conservative corporate America uh, is why you get shows like Empire. Um, basically shows that um, cater to certain stereotypes. You know what I mean? So that's the reason why you, you don't see too many feel-good black shows anymore. Because of conservative corporate America. Well, people catering to conservative corporate America. And of course, conservative corporate America has their hands in the entertainment business. That's why they get catered to. <laughs> I'm telling you, this next, this next episode is going to be crazy. Like, I'm really going to get into it. It's not going to be as personal as this one. But I think I, it was good for me to get personal on this one because you can see why... Um, I did it with the next episode. You see, you'll see why I made the context, why I created the con not created, but gave you context as to why um, I did the catering to corporate America, conservative corporate America. It, that's going to be very important because I think I'm going to open a lot of eyes with that episode. But I hope um, corporate bigotry was a good episode for y'all, man. This is the very first episode of season two. I'm hyped, you know, so um. Tap into the next episode. We're about to get into an ad. And then I'm going to come back and close out the show. Be right back. Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, Cajun, lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. Man, I hope you guys truly, truly, truly appreciate that one because I got like real personal. I was putting governments out there. I didn't really care. I want y'all to see that it was very real to me. It wasn't like no bullshit. And that's just like, that was just like, 
one personal situation I've been I've been in several, so that was just one. That was the one that probably happened the most recently, and that was about I want to say like four or five years ago. You know what I'm saying? But it's crazy how I still remember that vividly, especially all the all the splits I smoke. <laughs> but no, for real. Um, thank you for tapping in, man. This this was a dope episode. I hope this corporate bigotry episode gives some context to what I'm discussing on the next episode of Brother DSP Speaks, season two. <laughs> the next one is um catering to conservative corporate America. Um, that's why I felt this episode was perfect because it gave context to what I'm talking about next week. So please be sure to tap in to Brother TSP Speaks Season 2, Episode 2, Catering to Conservative Corporate America. I'm about to get the hell up out of here um, because I said a lot that one, man. I said a lot on this one. So like I said, man, thank you for listening. I'm about to get on out of here. Please be sure to tap in next episode, Catering to Conservative Corporate America. Peace.